welcome to the Nittany News Podcast. Um, today is October 5th, 2020. My name is Carolyn DeRosa, and welcome to our first episode. So, um, to give you a little bit of who I am, my name is Carolyn DeRosa, obviously. Um, I'm a um, native of Easton, Pennsylvania, and right now I'm attending my freshman year um, here at Penn State Lehigh Valley. And um, for me, I chose Penn State because I really like the alumni network. Um, I'm a film major, um, possibly double majoring in Japanese. I'm kind of looking to, you know, see wherever I can go in the industry and wherever, you know, I'm kind of guided to go, um, then I will go. So that's pretty much why I chose Penn State, um, for any of you guys wondering why. And um, for me, you know, if you guys would like to get to know me, my favorite hobbies are filmmaking. I love to play video games, watch, love to watch movies, like to read, stuff like that. So, um, yeah. And, of course, I'm, jo I'm joined by my guest, uh, Valeria, who's here with me today in the studio. So, Valeria, why don't you introduce yourself real quick? Hi, everyone. Um, I'm Valeria. I'm super excited to be joining Caroline on this pat podcast. Um, it was kind of a plan for me to join a podcast, and I'm so excited to be doing this. I'm so excited that you guys are here and listening. Um, I am a sophomore currently at Penn State Lehigh Valley. Um, I chose this this campus because it was kind of a close-knit community. I knew I could make friends. Um, I knew the Nittany News Club was kind of going to be my thing here, and I'm so excited to be here. Um, right now, my hobbies are kind of all over the place considering quarantine kind of threw me everywhere. Um, but I'm mostly doing videos, um, filming for my friends, really, I edit for them. Um, I paint a lot. Right now I'm in an art class, and it's kind of really my thing every week, and that's pretty much me. Alrighty, awesome. So thank you guys once again for joining in. We're going to dive right into our first um, segment of the podcast where we'll be talking about um, current events and the happening. So first off, we have Penn State News. So as we all know, um, Big Ten football is back and will be resuming their schedule in the late um, October of 2020. So now we know that the first Penn State football game is going to be um, held against Indiana on October 24th, and apparently it's going to start at 8 a.m. So, Valeria, how do you feel about a football game that 8 traditionally... a.m. Yeah, I know. I think that's pretty crazy, especially on a Saturday morning mm -hmm. where, you know, kids are still going to be doing their thing in their apartments, kind of hanging out, and yeah. 8 a.m., but I'm honestly not surprised if there's a big turnout because yeah. people are down for that. Absolutely. This is what Penn State's all about. So... For me, like, I've had a couple experiences with late, with early morning games. You know, I used to be in band in high school. Um, so it's not too too much of a big deal. But at the same time, mm -hmm. you know, we're talking Big Ten. You know, usually Friday is pregame. You know, exactly. Saturday morning, everybody's up at 8 a.m. Mm -hmm. starting to get in line for, you know, tailgating and um, all the stuff up at University Park. But it's obviously going to be very different this year because, you know, no, no spectators, you know, no fans are going to be allowed in Beaver Stadium. Mm -hmm. So really, it'll be interesting to see how, you know, not only fans turn out, but also how the football team reacts to, you know, not necessarily the same amount of sound being in Beaver Stadium. Exactly. Yeah. So who knows what will happen with that. Um, hopefully, you know, obviously, we are Penn State um, I think everybody will be there to support either way. Boom, exactly. So I'm going to chime in real quick. I think mm -hmm. they're going to change because as of right now, it's to be determined what time. Okay. So I actually think it's probably going to end up being a later start to the day. Okay, okay right. good. <laughs> At least, well, hopefully we'll get more sleep. But um, as Kevin said, it is to be. And I did see that on the website, too, as well. But I just kind of assumed since I heard 8 a.m., I was like, maybe the website's behind. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, hopefully it'll be a later event. Um, obviously, it'll be very different since there won't be as many fans in there maybe a couple people from the band obviously the cheerleaders will most likely be there exactly. supporting our football team but um 
who knows really what will happen. So, yeah, that is um, Penn State news for today. Um, coming up next on our current events, we're talking about Donald Trump's condition with COVID-19. COVID-19. Mm-hmm. So recently, um, Trump has tweeted out um, on around Friday, um, October 2nd, at around 2 a.m., that he had been he and the First Lady Melania Trump had been diagnosed with COVID-19. Mm-hmm. And um, since then, they have um, later been flown to um, Walter Reed Medical Hospital up in Maryland, um, to receive medical treatment. And um, so far, the president has been tweeting out saying that he's been doing well. He's been keeping up with his usual tweeting schedule, which is roughly every five minutes. <laughs> um, he's very active. Yes, very active on Twitter, um, which we which we can see. But however, um, since his stay at Walter Reed, the president has been, rec- has been very eager to leave, which is quite strange given the condition of most COVID-19 patients. We see a lot of people with very heavy fatigue, you know, shortness of yes, breath. Yes. You know, I heard of people getting headaches, of people, you know, stomachs not feeling well. And it's kind of strange to see a president who is very eager to get back to work. And even if he's even considering if it um, if it's safe to work. So um, what he ended up doing is that he left Walter Reed Hospital and reportedly um, drove by um, his supporters in a presidential limousine waiting outside. Um, I think that's a pretty fun take when you're... Just got diagnosed with COVID-19. Yeah, what a fun. Um, decide, let me just leave the hospital and yeah. have fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty crazy, but you can tell his supporters were still there along mm-hmm. the way. They really didn't mind it. Mm-hmm. It's just a very interesting... It's a very interesting thing that we've never really seen. Yes. We never really, like... I don't think anyone would ever expect one for anybody to leave the hospital. Yes, exactly. <laughs> undergoing any type of treatment. Obviously, you know, if you're in a hospital, especially with something as contagious as COVID-19 and, mm-hmm. you know, something that, you know, is as tiring as COVID-19 as well, um, we have to look into these factors of, like, are you safe to be around people? Yes. And, you know, and especially the fact that the that the president is um, in his presidential limousine, that thing is built like a tank, <laughs> yes. you know? So those things are built to, you know, resist, you know, chemical weapons, you know, bomb threats, you know, mm-hmm. bullets, you know, that kind of thing. So it kind of wonders, like, you know, how are those Secret Service members in those um, in those limousines as well? So Off topic a little bit? Yes. Have you guys seen how nice the presidential suite is at Walter Reed? I have not I have seen not it. Seen no. that. It's like a six-bedroom, like, like oh, presidential gosh. suite in the top floor. I wouldn't want to leave that. I'm glad... <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand how we were struggling for bed the entire time, and there's like a mansion. Yeah, oh, God. That that's a good point to bring up. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I'm surprised he wanted to leave that. Yeah, I'm surprised he wanted to leave that too. <laughs> what the heck? So, um, obviously, this is a very strange situation for everybody to be witnessing. Um, obviously, I don't think anyone wishes death on anyone. Hopefully it, not. Yeah, hopefully not. But at the same time, you know, it kind of, you know, hopefully this will be an eye opener, really, for Mr. Trump. Yes, exactly. Um, and he'll kind of see, like, you know, how, you know, COVID-19 really affects people. And yes. maybe say, you know, hey, the seriousness of Ex- the situation. Exactly. It's really something that affects so many people. Mm-hmm. And now that it he's had it, mm-hmm. lack of a better word, mm-hmm. but it kind of gives him a sense of responsibility because he knows what some people went through, what some Americans went through, what exactly. some families went through. And it's such a big step, mm-hmm. I guess you could say, for him because he's going through this. Um, he seems to be doing exceptionally well, considering he went to a drive-by. <laughs> but um, it's just such a big thing mm-hmm. that the president of the United States has COVID. Yes. Now. And um, just a quick update. Um, as of today, um, I believe I saw on ABC News that um, Trump is um, he he's waiting for medical advice from his um, physician 
Um, and they will decide later today on Monday, October 5th, as to whether or not they will leave Walter, Walter Reed Hospital. So um, during right now, we just like to remind everyone how to stay safe during this pandemic. Um, obviously, wash your hands for at least 20 seconds. Wear a double-layered cloth mask or a surgical mask to prevent you from spreading COVID-19 to others. A lot of the big inf- misinformation or, you know, one of the big confusions about this um, whole mask thing right now is that, you know, oh, COVID-19 or the masks don't actually prevent you from getting COVID-19. It's actually not really the, the purpose of the masks. The purpose of the masks are to make sure that if you have COVID-19, that you're not spreading it to others. Yes. So be sure to wear your mask. Um, be sure to maintain social, dis- social distancing whenever possible. I understand sometimes we all work in very cramped places. So I'm um, just, you know, try to maintain your distance. And um, overall, use common sense. You know, as college students, no one wants to get sent home. And if too many people decide to make bad decisions, we'll all suffer the consequences like last year. So remember, don't party. Try to keep your hangout session small. Wear a mask. And if you feel sick, please stay home or in your dorm. Yes, exactly now, because every student wants to go back on campus. Everybody, not everybody is on board with online classes. I know everybody's Mm -hmm. having a hard time. And just wearing a mask, and I know it could be um, rough for some people to wear a mask, mm-hmm. but it really helps. Um, everyone, like I said, wants to go back on campus, wants to kind of live the normal college life. Yeah. Especially freshmen this year, they don't get to experience that their first year. Mm-hmm. And you could be a part to help that not yeah. be the same next year. Yeah, remember class of 2024, um, you know, we obviously all experienced what it was like to have to miss a lot of events due to COVID-19. You know, a lot of us miss graduation. A lot of us miss prom. A lot of us miss these really important, you know, um, events. For me, like, I missed the Freddie Awards, which was supposed to be, you know, a huge event. Um, if, you're fam- if you're familiar with the Weehive Valley, the Freddie Awards are a huge um, event in the Weehive Valley um, where all the schools get together and perform, you know, musical theater type things. So remember... Please stay safe. Use common sense, you know, during this time. And um, overall, stay safe. So um, with that, we're going to move on to our next uh, topic, which is um, how to na- exactly how to navigate school during this pandemic. So um, obviously, we all have our different quirks. We all have our different methods. But I think one of the biggest ways that we end up, you know, kind of falling short is to stay motivated and with motivated, also keeping disciplined with a routine. So um, I ended up watching a video on YouTube from a YouTuber named CGP Gray, um, who draws an insightful stick figure. Um, And in this video, he metaphorically explains how viewers can better increase their productivity by creating separate spaces within their houses. Um, And he uses this kind of like spaceship metaphor, saying that everybody has, you know, kind of like this physical and mental core within a spaceship. And um, we can kind of um, put different... Um, areas of those spaceship uh, of that spaceship and um, kind of associate those areas with certain actions so for example I believe he uses you know stuff like a um, oh yeah so he he says to have like a specific desk area for working or for creativity you know only go into your bed when you're about to go to sleep Um, have a couch for relaxing and of course like have a simple yoga mat for stuff like exercising that way you know we can at least have some type of balance Um, throughout our quarantine um, routines and such. So this is kind of a way to pretty much trick your brain into associating these locations with the actions associated them, and it'll be easier to do those actions once you you get into that sanctified space kind of way. So for me, in my my experience, 
um, I kind of, this kind of like reminded me of myself. Um, recently, I have actually had to build a loft bed in my room. Oh, I love that. I know. I built the whole thing from scratch. <laughs> and um, and so I built a loft bed in my room, mainly because my old bed was getting really old. And I just wanted to get a new one. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let's be creative and live, you know, the dream that 12-year-old me always yes. wanted <laughs> and get a loft bed. <laughs> so I built it. Um, and recently, for me, um, I also attached like some fairy lights around it that I could change colors. And for me it's very difficult to fall asleep at night because I usually end up working night shifts. Okay. You know, I work night shifts at UPS. Um, so for me, it's very difficult to often fall asleep. And what I found is that usually I found that the color blue really, like, just made me tired for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. It just made me tired. So I came up with this idea. So usually I will end up, whenever I want to go to bed or, like, whenever I'm, you know, coming home from work and I just really need to, like, get in some solid three hours before my 9 a.m. the next day. Um, I will usually set my um, set my color to blue, climb up into the bed, and then usually I'll set, you know, someone like reading like a story, you know, someone, um, you know, talking a podcast, maybe even some like ocean waves or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'll set that on my phone and I'll set it for 10 minutes. And then, you know, usually by then I'm starting to feel tired, so I'll turn off the, the blue lights. And within those 10 minutes, I usually end up falling asleep. That's a very good routine. I, I wish I, I was that disciplined. <laughs> so, Larry, like, what do you think about this? You know, do you have any similar experiences without, you know, with how to like share your, you know, um, kind of like keep your your workspaces like sanctified mm-hmm. in that type of way, or, um, you know, in a way to say what has been helping you kind of like keep in a way is like keep up. I'm using air quotations. Yes. Um, keep up with quarantine in a way. I definitely agree with having separate spaces for your work area, sleep area, relaxing kind of um, leisure. Um, Right now, I definitely changed from doing all my homework on my bed to doing it downstairs in kind of our office living room space. Mm -hmm. Um, Because every time I would do it in my bed, it was just, I had no motivation. I would not focus. I would just want to go to sleep, obviously, because it's my bed. Yeah. And obviously it wasn't a good idea because I kind of would go into bed and I would just be stressed about homework, thinking about my what I had to do for the next day instead of kind of separating that mm-hmm. and having a space to relax and having yeah. a space to do homework. Mm-hmm. So um, that's really helped me a lot, like I said, with um, getting all my assignments done, not procrastinating on my bed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've kind of, um, my routine right now is I try to wake up at 11 a.m. Okay. Um, when I don't have classes. Oh, because okay. I have class, when I have class, I have to wake up at 9 a.m. for class at 9 Obviously, five, all that yeah. stuff. Um, but, yeah, that's really helped me kind of um, separate, let's quote-unquote, stress mm-hmm. from everyday life where I can go to sleep and relax, kind of yeah. have my own time. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, at night, I used to go on my phone every night um, before going <laughs> yeah. to sleep, and I would spend about 30 minutes on my phone. Then I would be tired, but I wouldn't be able to go to sleep because I'm mm-hmm. just staring at my phone all the time. So now what I do is I put my phone um, to charge on my nightstand and I turn it off, so mm-hmm. I can't go on it um and I have a little light that kind of reflects I don't know if that's the right word (laughs) um stars and moons on my ceiling yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. and so I turn it on and it kind of just spins and spins endlessly until I turn it off Mm -hmm. and that kind of relaxes me and I'm able to just drift away into my sleep yeah exactly Mm -hmm. yeah so obviously you know we've both had our experiences with you know stuff like never not really like working well like for me my biggest problem now is that, like, I'll accidentally go to the desk that's specifically made like, for working, mm-hmm. and I'll scroll my phone. Or, yes. like, I'll watch, like, you know, Netflix or something. Mm-hmm. But, um, so, yeah. It's very it's hard to keep that separate. Exactly. And for me, you know, this kind of goes into our next topic of, of um, 
of how to navigate school during quarantine, you know, how to implement a reward system. So I've seen many Gen Z students, um, we all seem to be facing a very similar problem, which is where we find ourselves doing, you know, something enjoyable, like scrolling through TikTok or binge watching a Netflix show or playing video games or even stuff like napping that can be beneficial to us. We find out that we're using those a lot, but we're ending up procrastinating or sometimes even straight up ignoring our schoolwork. Um, And so despite the stigma, um, I asked my um, therapist about this the other day, and um, she said that this can actually come from many places. So it can come from a place of lack of motivation. Um, It can come from overwhelming stress. It can come from performing anxiety, um, which is weird because usually you only see athletes facing, you know, stuff like performance anxiety. Exactly. So... Um, so I asked my therapist, um, to see what I could do. And she noticed that I was using a lot of ways to reward myself. Um, but I would often procrastinate by using, um, by, you know, kind of using them as an excuse saying, you know, I would usually say to myself like, oh, I'll just have more, you know, X amount, um, X more minutes on Y and then I'll do my homework. You're kind or, of rewarding yourself ahead of exactly. Of the time. I, yes. would, I would reward myself ahead of time of these things. So um, she suggested that I simply switch the two parts of that sentence. So that way, it's I'll just do my homework, then I have more minutes of X. Exactly. So this essentially would this is a tool kind of that we can all use as Gen Zers, you know, with things you know like TikTok and Netflix to essentially trick our brains into being rewarded. Um, for things that could usually make you anxious. And it kind of allows you in a way to kind of, you know, get over it. In a, get through in a way. it, yes. Yeah, get through it. I totally get it. You know, sometimes we just have to, like, vomit through a paper. Exactly. Sometimes we have to just, like, you know, put down some random answers, you know, for especially, a math assignment. If I can chime in here. Especially mm-hmm. if... Yeah, go ahead. Especially if, like you, said, like you were saying, if you tell yourself, I'll do this, I'll do my homework right now, and then I'll have five more minutes of TikTok, for example. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you're kind of knowing you're going to get to that end result exactly. of going on TikTok, so it'll kind of want you to get, you'll get, how do I say this? You get, like, you'll get through the work yeah. faster because you know you're going to you're gonna have that reward waiting exactly. for you at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So I totally recommend that for any of my Gen Zers. Um, for me, it's been working well. Um, I still have those moments where it's like, I'll just have more of like, you know, video games, you know, I'll play yes. video games for like 30 more minutes. But for me, you know, especially this week where I just had so much work and so many papers due, you know, like early in the week and then later in the week, more assignments came up. But um, I found it very to be, I found it to be very proactive. And um, especially with me with my difficult work schedule, it ended up working really well. I mean, I got all my assignments in for the most part. And um, yeah, so obviously as a student, make sure you're always celebrating those little victories. Yes. Um, and reward yourself as well. So, good luck <laughs> with that. So, you guys got this. Yes. So, our last segment, um, Valeria is kind of going to be leading this section a little bit more. We're going to be talking about voting. And, you yes. know, with an important election season coming up this year, um, we just want to make sure that you guys are informed with the most amount of information that we can inform you with mm-hmm. um, and make sure that everybody who is able to vote is able to register to vote. Exactly. Take it away, Valeria. So voting. Voting is so important, especially in this election right now, considering I feel like our country is super divided on who Mm -hmm. we want our next president to be, who we think is best, who we think is not best. And I understand so many people are now divided on I can't vote for anyone Mm -hmm. and I don't want to vote for anyone. And I definitely understand people that just feel like 
they can't make a decision and they don't want to do this and they just don't want to be a part of it. But as we have here, it's kind of our civic duty as Americans to vote. Um, so in last year's pe- presidential election, only 58.1% of eligible Americans voted. Yeah. And I think that's pretty insane, yeah. to say the least. Yeah, you know, like, we, we take tests all the time as students, and 58.1% is a failing grade. Yes. So to know that, you know, last election season, we had that score of eligible Americans voting, it kind of wonders, like, is this year going to be any better, mm-hmm. you know? So that type of thing. Especially now that, um, like we were talking about Gen Z, there's so many people turning 18 about... Mm-hmm. More than 15 million people have turned 18 since really? the last presidential election, yes. And these young ele- youngest eligible voters form kind of a um, diverse, active, and have a potential to be the deciding factor in this voting election, yeah, um, the 2020 elections. So I just kind of want to touch base on how important it is to get yourself registered to vote. Um, the deadline is October 19th in Pennsylvania right now, mm-hmm. um, online as well as by mail and in person. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just so important to get yourself out there. And I understand, like I was saying, if you feel like you won't make a difference. The thing is, you will. Mm-hmm. It is such a big deal to get yourself out there and um, having your voice be heard. Mm-hmm. So, um, first things first, um, I wanted to go over real quick how you can register to vote in Pennsylvania. So, you can go to www.votespa.com and scroll down um, and click register to vote online, which is a blue box in the bottom left corner. Um, This will take you to the voter registration application, and I kid you not, it takes you about five minutes to register to vote. It is not a big, long process. You can sit down wherever you are Mm -hmm. on your lunch break, even, you can do this. It literally takes, like, five to ten minutes. Yes. It took, like, ten minutes because I ended up typing in, like, my social (laughs) Me. (laughs) But, but yes, make sure um, it really does not take that long, um, especially online. Thankfully, PA is a vote online you're able to register to vote online Mm -hmm. Um, and we will um, be covering a little bit on how to um, register to vote um, if your state does not offer online later but Pennsylvanians I mean take advantage of it it's as easy as like I don't know one two three basically (laughs) one two three ABC yes exactly Mm -hmm. so and especially for me I know um in my experience, I get really stressed doing stuff like this, but it took five minutes. Yeah. And it was super easy. All you need to have is your address, phone number, um, party association, social security number, like you were saying, mm-hmm. and your driver's li- license number, if you have one, hopefully, or your ID. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so easy. And um, as we were saying, on the website, you can also print out and mm-hmm. fill out an application and mail it. Um, mm-hmm. The only thing is you do or you should be mailing it by this week mm-hmm. if you aren't registered yet because um, the deadline is October 19th. Mm-hmm. And you want to make sure you're registered so you are able to vote and get yourself out there. Yes. And one thing, um, lastly, that I really, really wanted to touch base on is that choosing not to vote is I understand why some people would not want to vote because in all honesty the candidates we have to choose from are maybe not the best yes not the best (laughs) options yeah um but the thing is voting and choosing a president to run our country your country the country you live in the country i'm sure you want your children to grow up in Mm -hmm. um voting is not just about you so 
let me say this in a better way, not only about you. Mm -hmm. So voting is for you and the person next to you who can't vote, Mm -hmm. um, but will be affected by the candidate and their quote-unquote plan for the future. Um, Voting is for you and your boyfriend's sister who can't afford her life-saving medication because her health health care plan was cut. Mm -hmm. Um, Voting is for you and for the man who came back from serving this country and ended up sleeping on the bench next to your big fancy community park. Mm -hmm. And voting is for you and the black man who can no longer vote because he couldn't breathe and no one listened. Mm -hmm. So you sitting back and not voting because you can't choose doesn't really help anyone in any way. Um, And in the end, it does affect you whether you think so or not, and it will affect you. So it's just best to get yourself out there and vote because... Mm -hmm. It won't hurt anyone to vote. Register, get yourself out there. Your voice does matter. Don't, no matter what people tell you, please don't let that affect you. You matter and you're in this country Mm -hmm. and you should want to be a part of it. Yes, and remember, if you're a Pennsylvanian, we are known as a swing state, um, which basically means that every presidential election year, um, our state swings between Democrat and Republican. Um, So... You know, if you're a Democrat, please, you know, register to vote. If you're a Republican, please register to vote. You know, I think the the most important thing about, you know, the presidential election, especially this year, is um, vote for someone who do you th- who you think will make this country better for your children. Yes. Or even not even necessarily your children. But like I heard this somewhere. I honestly forget where. But um, vote for someone who you think, you know, will allow this country to be the best that it can be in a um, demographic that you're not necessarily a part of. Yes. So, like, vote for someone, you know, who has, you know, vote in a way, vote for someone who do you th- who you think will feed the homeless man, you know, on the street. Vote for someone who, you know, will see someone doing, you know, something wrong and will say, hey, that's wrong. Let's focus more towards a positive, you know, yes, exactly. uh, direction. You know, it's really important, you know, everybody has their own politics, of course, but really, you know, the president of the United States of America is probably the most well-known figure in the entire world, you know. So it's important that we elect someone that is able to, you know, is able to take care of its people well, yes. in a sense, and has a respectable tone throughout the entire world mm-hmm. as someone who respects their country and as such, you know, leads that action by saying, you know, I care for my people Therefore, I care for this country, you know, in a way. So, yes. And, yeah, I think we were pretty much touch-based on everything. (laughs) I was, like, trying to remember. I was like, (laughs) where are we? Um, But, um, yes. So, um, also, some important information for registering. So, um, just remember, um, for in terms of registering um, information, you must be 18 by the day election day comes. Um... I know, um, oh, you must also be a U.S. citizen for at least one month before the election. So if you are not, unfortunately, if you were not a, you know, U.S. citizen before October 3rd, unfortunately, you cannot participate in this year's election. However, please, you know, continue your citizenship process. I know, you know, my mom went through that, you know, that's super long. And obviously, if you want to become a citizen of this country, 100%, go do it, you know. Um, and also, you must have lived in your state and district for at least 30 days before the election. And um, some common misconceptions in terms of registering to vote, um, make sure that, um, or not even make sure, sorry, um, some kind of like preconceived ideas. Um, you can register to vote if you are on probation or have been released on parole. 
Um, you can register to vote if you are under house arrest. Um, you can register to vote if you are a pretrial detainee um, confined in a penal institution awaiting trial on charges of a felony or a misdemeanor. Um, you can register to vote um, if you have been released or will get released by the date of the next election from a correctional facility or halfway house. Um, I got those um, informa that information from um, pretty much if you type in Google, you know, register to vote in Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah, those things are for Pennsylvania only, by the way. Um, I, basically, I basically voted, you know, I basically looked up into Google, you know, how to register to vote yes. in PA, and those things all, all come up. So um, if you have any questions or just verification on anything, please make sure you're contacting your local election office. You know, you, the last thing you want is for your vote not to be counted or for you mm -hmm. to accidentally even get in trouble exactly. for putting yes. in the wrong information. There's nothing wrong with asking for anything. Um, these people are employed by the state to help you, and many of them actually end up volunteering mm -hmm. for this kind of stuff because they're passionate. So please, you know, if you have any questions, don't be afraid to ask. Um, your um, local state representative by giving them a call or sending them an email or also, you know, just sending them out, um, sending out um, a call to your local um, election office. Yes. And one thing I wanted to say, if you are mailing in your ballot or your registration application, um, make sure the envelope, and I feel like this is such a tiny thing, but make sure it is clean, make sure it there's no stains on it, make yes. sure there's <laughs> nothing on it because yeah. it will be um, counted unacceptable. Mm -hmm. um, I guess you could say. Yeah. So just make sure you're doing everything possible to make sure your vote counts. Yes. And if it is possible, I know um, not many people are doing it, but if it is possible, you can still go in person. Mm -hmm. And that way you will make sure your vote counts. You will make sure you are there. You will make sure you are heard. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, obviously, if it's not safe for you or, you know, if it's you feel like you accidentally, you know, may have contracted the coronavirus, obviously, you know, stay home. Mm -hmm. um, absentee balance, um, absentee ballot deadlines and also mail-in ballot deadlines, um, you can postmark those by November 3rd and they will still be counted. Yes. Um, and you can also return them in person by November 3rd um, by 8 o'clock p.m., um, at least for, um, I think that's, that's our district, mm -hmm. um, this district of... I don't know. I guess here it's it's Burks or Bucks, you know. Yeah, Bucks. Yeah, Bucks. Okay, so um, so yes, so um, you yeah. can also um, request to receive um a ballot. Uh, make sure you get that out by October twenty seventh, and um, make sure you know for the registration deadlines. You know, you must um register online to vote by October nineteenth. By mail, it must be received by the election office by October 19th, and in person, you must do it by October 19th. Yes. Super confusing, but, you know, just please stay on top of it. <laughs> yes. And remember, you are not only voting for yourself, you are voting for everyone in the country. Exactly. So, awesome. So, that pretty much concludes our, con our podcast for today. Thank you so much for joining us. Once again, my name is Carolyn, and of course, Valeria is joining me. Yes, um, thank you so much for being here. Yes. I was so excited to do this. I know. We were actually like, really nervous. Yes, we were. We were. This. We really but were. honestly, like, as it kept going, it just, it just kind of like flowed more. Yes. So, um, so, yes, thank you all for joining so much. Um, please leave any kind of um, feedback. Um, you know, I think we're putting this on Spotify and, you know, um, whatever else we decide to put on later on. But please leave any feedback. Um, you can also... Um, DM us questions on our Nittany News social media, which we'll be leaving at the end of the episode. And, um, yes, thank you all so much for joining. We'll see you next time. And Make sure to spread the word. Yes, vote, stay safe. 
Don't get corona. Yes. <laughs> See you guys later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah.